This is the Star Coach Show with Meg Rentschler, episode 377. Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rentschler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. The relationship that we have with ourselves is foundational to the work that we do with others. And since this show is going live on Valentine's Day, I thought a show on the power of self-love is just the ticket, just what we need for today. So we're going to focus on what self-love encompasses, what makes it so important, and how you can weave more love and compassion for self into your daily life with intention so that you begin to feel the impact of that healthy dose of self-love to feel happier, healthier, and be more magnetic. Join us as we explore this and so much more in this episode of The Star Coach Show. Hello and welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. This is a special day for me because I'm recording this on my birthday and hopefully a special day for you because it's going live on Valentine's Day. So I want to welcome you to the show on Valentine's Day and explore the reason why I wanted to focus on the power of self-love today. I think it's one of those things that we just don't pay enough attention to. As a matter of fact, since we're all wired to the negative, we're probably more focused in on what we're doing wrong or where we lack. And I think we do ourselves a disservice when that's the case. When we practice self-love, we accept ourselves for who we are and we recognize our own worth. That has a healthy impact on our esteem and our confidence. Now, there's significant research on self-love and on self-compassion. I really recommend the work of Kristen Neff around self-compassion, this companion to self-love, which encourages us to take care of ourselves, both physically and emotionally. It impacts how we make choices, how we set boundaries, how we treat ourselves with kindness and care. And that's a reflection on how we feel about ourselves and how we show up in the work that we do with others. So this topic of self-love seemed important to me because not only are we listening to it on Valentine's Day, a holiday that often focuses on the relationships we have with others, But it's really the relationship that we have with ourselves that is foundational to how we're showing up in our work with others. If we struggle with that relationship we have with ourselves, if we treat ourselves without compassion, if we are hypercritical and judgmental towards ourselves, we're going to have a difficult time partnering with others to meet their needs, to meet their goals. 
So in that, I wanted to highlight the day that we're having, the opportunity that we have in focusing on a holiday of love to really lean into the concept of self-love. You know, the reality is in the day and times that we're in now, our world tends to be filled with harsh and accusatory words, critiques, blame. There's a lot of emphasis on what's wrong and less emphasis on what we can do to better understand one another, forgive one another. And I think that reflects on the way that we speak to and engage with ourselves. So I want you to think about the things that you say to yourself, the names you might call yourself when you're frustrated or angry. I suspect that you would never speak that way to another human being and certainly not to a friend or family. We are so quick to be critical and judgmental to ourselves that can actually get in the way of our willingness to try new things, to take risks, to engage with others. So for those of you who are listening, who are in the business of helping others, whether you're helping them as a leader, whether you're helping them as a coach, it can feel really vulnerable to put ourselves out there thinking, people, who's going to be interested in what I have to offer or the way that I want to lead if I am so lacking of worth? And when we get wrapped around that, some things I want you to think about is that the truth is I have never met anyone who has the bandwidth to help every single person on the earth. We really want to be able to get clear about who we are wanting to serve because not everyone is a fit for us. And even, even though that's the case, even if we intellectually understand, not everybody on the earth is a fit for me anyway. Rejection can still sting, and it stings that much more when we're in a place of denying our own self-worth and being incompassionate to ourselves. So that sting stings less, impacts us less when we can see our own value, when we can appreciate what we have to offer. And that comes through the lens of self-love and compassion, which makes it a really good topic for today's show. So some of the key points that we're going to discuss in today's show is first understanding what self-love is, then understanding what the benefits of that self-love are, how self-love is an opportunity for personal growth, and that personal growth leads into business growth, some practical steps to cultivate that self-love. So that by the end of this show, it is my hope that you are on your way to being more thoughtful and intentional about the way that you're treating yourself so that you can say wholeheartedly, self, will you be my Valentine? So let's dive in. We really want to understand what is self-love and what does it truly mean to love oneself? So when we are looking through that lens of self-love, we really want to accept ourselves even with our imperfections and treat ourselves with kindness and respect even in the face of mistakes. How can we nurture our growth and well-being, understanding that 
none of us are perfect. So when we think about how we treat ourselves, it's not just sort of in our physical treatment of ourselves, but also the thoughts and the feelings that we have about ourselves. Healthy self-love means that we're going to have a positive view of ourselves. Of course, we're going to get frustrated at times. We might even get angry with ourselves or decisions that we've made. But just like the people in your life that you love, think about a spouse or a child or a parent that you love even when they frustrate you or anger you, you're able to move past that and move forward in the relationship, reclaiming those positive feelings and recentering the relationship. That's what being able to be centered in self-love means as well. Even though I screwed up, even if I made a a decision that I wish I could have a do-over on, I still can recenter into valuing and loving myself. Now, I certainly, over time, as a matter of fact, I've even done episodes about choices that I've made that I wish I could have a do-over on, things that I can get all wrapped around the axle and frustrated with myself, and I can have a big pity party and just beat myself up over that. I've learned over time that that doesn't get me anywhere that really what I need to do is understand the gifts that I bring forward, the value that I have, and recenter into that so that I can make better decisions moving forward and really appreciate what it is that I have to offer. Now, I think sometimes there's this misconception about self-love that self-love means being selfish or narcissistic. And I want to debunk that. And, and really create clarity about what self-love encompasses. It's not narcissistic. It involves a balanced, positive view of oneself that coexists with being empathetic, with respecting others, with having healthy relationships with people. When we think about a narcissistic personality, that is marked by excessive self-centeredness not being able to be empathetic with other people because it's all about me, myself, and I. Often a narcissist focuses on making themselves look good by making other people look bad. And that's not what a healthy self-love, you know, self-esteem person is bringing forward. So while self-love is not selfish, that adage of you need to put your own met oxygen mask on first before somebody else is applicable here because we cannot truly be available to others and welcome their growth and their own, you know, success if we're not good with where we are and feeling centered in what we have to offer. Otherwise, we get all caught up in comparison and feeling less than So self-love is about being able to celebrate other people's joys and accomplishments and feeling good about our own as well. Now, an important part of self-love is self-compassion. And Dr. Kristen Neff is huge in the field of self-compassion. And according to Dr. Neff, self-compassion is really no different than having compassion for others. When we are compassionate with others, we first have to notice that somebody is struggling or having a difficult time. 
Second, our heart responds to their pain. So having compassion means that we have to offer understanding and kindness to that person. And then finally, a part of being compassionate is that we feel that compassion, not pity, but compassion. We realize the suffering, the failure, the imperfection is part of the shared human experience. So we're in, when we hold compassion for another human being, self-compassion involves acting that same way, but toward ourselves rather than another person. It's acknowledging I'm having a difficult time. Maybe I had a failure. I noticed something I don't like about myself. But instead of just ignoring that or feeling like we have to cover it up or have a stiff upper lip, we mentally tell ourselves, okay, I'm having a really difficult time right now, or I might need comfort or compassion right now. How can I care for myself in this moment? How can I acknowledge the difficulty that I'm having? When we accept that we're not perfect and we do have gifts to offer, perfection not being one of those gifts, there is real value in owning that, recognizing that, and embracing, I have things to offer, I will fall down and scrape my knees, I will make mistakes, and yet the clearer I am about who I am, what I have to offer, and that there's a vulnerability in getting out there and offering it, that's all sort of enhanced by understanding self-love. Now, there are real benefits to self-love as well. Self-love leads to a happier, healthier life. When we're secure in who we are and the value that we have to offer, we can better understand what really works for me, what lights me up to bring forward, what is it that is unique and special about me. It also allows us to explore what isn't good for me, what doesn't work for me. And therefore, I can set healthy boundaries in my life. I can be unapologetic about what works and what doesn't work. That ultimately leads to healthier relationships. It leads to us bringing forward the kind of work to the kinds of populations that we really want to work with. And lets us let go of resentments or feeling cornered into something that we don't want to do when we are able to be really clear about what our strengths are, what our value proposition is, and be unapologetic about that. This is who I work with. This is what I do. And I feel really good about that. Now, another benefit of self-love is that we make time for self-care. However that self-care looks for you, when we make time for self-care, it helps us avoid burnout and allows us to handle stress better. Research shows that healthy self-love decreases anxiety, depression, anger, loneliness, while increasing support and encouragement for ourselves. Now, we need to realize that we're going to make mistakes. And we're going to wish for do-overs. They're unlikely to come. Instead, we need to learn to forgive ourselves and try again. When we are in a place of self-love and compassion, our bounce-back muscles grow stronger. 
we're more resilient, we're less likely to take things personally and make assumptions about how other people feel about us or put ourselves in the middle of issues that really might not have anything to do with us. I challenge you to think about how can you treat yourself as you would a best friend, as you would like others to treat you. When you're able to be in that place, new options and possibilities open and you begin to treat yourself with the respect that you deserve. Self-love is really an opportunity for personal growth. Life is full of opportunities and challenges every single day. You know, every day I work with coaches who want to build their skills and often want to build a business and bring their impact into the world. None of these things are for the faint of heart. So it allows for self-doubt and recrimination to come building its way in. If we are our own harshest critic and filled with self-talk, it puts a blanket on what opportunity is there. So what I encourage the coaches that I work with to do is to take time to inventory the things that are really important to them. I do this with the executives that I work with as well. What is really important? What is it that we're striving toward? What are the strengths that we bring to the world? The ways that we're unique and special so that we can operate from a place of opportunity rather than lack or comparing ourselves. Often when we compare ourselves, we end up at the short end of the stick. We're more likely to overcome obstacles by being more aware that we are enough. We might not be enough in every arena, but are we really operating in every arena? We want to figure out what is our sweet spot? Where is it that we're meant to be? And then we're able to have that resiliency. We don't give up at every disappointment because we've learned from the experience and we know, okay, I'm going to apply what I learned from this and try again. As I've explored with you through these many shows that I've done with you, I certainly have fallen down and scraped my knees and could have said, you know what, forget it. I'm not going to do this anymore. But knew, knew that I had a passion to help leaders be healthier in their interactions with their teams and help coaches bring their skills into the world to really change the world. If I gave up, then I wouldn't be bringing that impact. So instead, I look through a lens of learning, self-compassion, and self-love and tried again. We all have a choice in our personal growth and development. What lens are we going to look through Are we going to look through self-reproach and criticism or that of compassion, love, and possibility? I really invite you into that second, looking through a lens of your own self-compassion, love, and see what possibility comes with that. So if we're going to do that, we need some practical steps to cultivate that self-love. We've explored what is self-love. What are the benefits it brings and how does it impact our personal growth so that we can cultivate even more self-love? Let's look at how we can really step into the place of building those muscles. Now, the truth is our patterns and our routines 
are super impactful in the way that we show up in the world. And we need to be aware of what those are so that we can be intentional about what we really want to bring forward. How can we build in self-care? those reflective practices that, by the way, are talked about in the coaching mindset competency. How can we be intentional about being with the people in our lives who light us up? Like, I'm super excited. My boys are coming on Sunday to watch the Super Bowl and to celebrate my birthday. That lights me up. That fills me with joy. And I know my husband and I are going to thoroughly enjoy being with them. My husband's going to bring in fajitas because I love fajitas. And it's just one of those intentional things. How are we going to build that day out to be the best day it can be? When you think about the practices that really cultivate a place to grow your self-love, you want to be sure that you're getting enough sleep. I know it sounds ridiculous, but I tell you, My 20 plus years as a therapist taught me again and again that we rejuvenate through sleep. And my clients that were not getting enough sleep were being torn down mentally and physically. Pay attention to your sleep, to eating right, to getting enough movement, all the things that we were sort of taught growing up that these are ways that we need to take care of ourselves. I got to tell you, they are spot on. And when we are exhausted and not taking care of this temple that is our body, self-criticism and negative self-talk really creep in and they become part of those patterns that work against us. So the first step is increasing our awareness. What's happening? Are my routines working for me or against me? Because those patterns often run under the radar. We want to bring them up to awareness and then we can be intentional about how can I be aware of the chatter that's going on in my brain, the criticism, the judgment, and turn it into a learning. Increase awareness and do something different instead. Maybe turn that criticism into a compliment. Think to yourself, is this the way that I would speak to my best friend? No. What would I say to my friend if he or she were in my place? Let's talk about some practical things that we can do to really cultivate self-love. You hear this again and again, but the reason you hear it again and again is it is spot on. We need to focus on gratitude. Focus on those things that we are grateful for because where we put our energy is where our focus goes. So if you want to look at everything that's not working and why it's not working and look for blame, you will have lots of evidence there to build on. Through my years as a marriage therapist, one of the challenges I would give the couples that came to see me for counseling was being intentional every single day of finding at least one thing about their spouse or partner that they could be grateful for and writing it down. And I will tell you that those couples that took that assignment seriously and began to look through the lens of gratitude began to change the way that they were feeling in their relationships and the things that they focused on in their relationship. I challenge you to focus on gratitude and write down the things that you're grateful for. 
journal about it, be intentional about it, it will increase your self-love and self-compassion. I offer you the experience of using affirmations. Now, this is the thing about affirmations. When we're really focused on affirmations, we want to focus on writing them down and writing them down in a way that they are already here. I am debt-free and enjoying my best life. I am my ideal weight and filled with energy and joy. I am seeing 20 clients a month and helping them achieve their goals and a sought-after coach. Use those affirmations, write them down, make them where you can actually feel the experience. When we write, I will be, I am working toward, what our brain sees is I will be. It's not I am. It's, you know, I am working toward. Okay, I'm working toward. No, we want to create affirmations as though they are already being experienced. And then our brain will begin to make that path forward possible. And we will be filled with self-love and compassion. Just like we say with our clients, I say to you, celebrate your wins. Yes, there's always the next thing to do and the next thing in front of you. However, take a moment to celebrate. I just reached a goal that I had been working on for years and I was so excited and I keep repeating to myself, I did it, I'm there. Let's celebrate, celebrate your wins and feel love and joy for yourself as you celebrate those wins. You know, our assessments are not just for our clients, so I would encourage you to take a strengths assessment to really spotlight on your own strengths, such as the VIA character strength assessment, which is free at VIA, V-I-A, character.org. We talked about that in episode 31 with Dr. Ryan Nemec, and actually in episode 131 with Dr. Ryan Nemec. We focused on different things, but both around the VIA character strengths assessment. I will tell you that I've taken the assessment as well as the other strengths assessments. And I have my assessments written down. I mean, my top five strengths written down and available right next to my, right on my desk so that occasionally I'll look at them and think, oh, there's my strength of humor or there's my strength of connectedness. I'm feeling those things. And I will tell you that when I lean into those strengths, it just builds my my ability to feel like I've got what I need to be able to do this. I also encourage you when you think about cultivating self-love to be aware of what drains self-love. So if watching the news or focusing on social media or comparison, whatever it is that drains that, be aware of that and limit your time in those kinds of things. Instead, practice mindfulness. Now I'll say one of my favorite episodes on mindfulness was episode 349 with Dr. Gail Gazelle, where we talked about mindfulness practices that you can implement immediately to increase that mindfulness, which is ultimately going to, once again, increase that self-love and self-compassion. 
I encourage you to think about the support and the resources that you need to create the kind of movement and compassion and love that you need. And I invite you to explore the Star Coach community if you're looking for a supportive community, because we are that, a great supportive community that leans into who we are and what we're bringing into the world and is a great place to be. So you can always explore what's available at the Star Coach community at starcoachshow.com slash community. Remember that you have the ability that you need to get done whatever it is that you believe is your passion and calling in life. It starts with awareness and we build it through determination and belief in ourselves. So as we wrap up our show on this Valentine's Day, all about self-love, let's recap a little. Self-love is not indulgence or selfishness. It's about self-acceptance. It's about self-compassion, kindness, and respect for ourselves. To be our very best and to engage with others, the key to do that well is healthy self-love. There are many benefits to self-love, including physical and emotional health and well-being, healthier relationships with others, and being able to bring your best forward to successfully partner with others and to build a thriving business. When we think about how to cultivate more self-love, you can begin today by incorporating daily practices that strengthen your self-care and the way that you're showing up towards yourself. Build those muscles towards self-care, self-compassion. You can start your self-love journey absolutely now and see the transformation that is awaiting you. Now, as I said, If part of that journey into more self-acceptance, more love, more compassion includes being part of a supportive, dynamic community, I really do invite you to explore what's available in the Star Coach community at starcoachshow.com slash community. As we wrap up our time together today, I just want to thank you for being here and invite you back next week so that you can meet Dr. Tori Ellis. We're going to explore the leadership lessons she's learned from the world of hip hop music. Thanks for joining us. Please be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to the show so that you never miss an episode. And think about leading, leaving a rate and review because every positive rate and review brings more exposure to the show, lets more people learn about what we're offering here. And that is my passion. So until next week, this is Meg Rentschler wishing you the very best for your success. Have a fantastic week. Be kind to yourself. Love yourself. Engage with others in that positive way. And that week's going to fly by. We'll see you next week.